0: look at this look at this four in a row four in a row four in a row yeah the they, quattro. Said it, they said it couldn't be done and by they i mean my own self-doubt
1: yeah you and i yeah kept on saying it couldn't be done but we kept booking guests and they kept showing up and so we're just gonna keep going
0: we found the secret motivator and its obligation yes and i should have known that i should uh, that that was the secret. Which is why Trevin stories.
1: and I are expecting. We uh-huh. figured we'd shore up our relationship, and yep. so uh, I went off birth control uh, a couple months ago. Without my permission. Ago. I just want to
0: yeah. make that clear. He so. didn't he didn't alert me before that. I'm Trevin McGee with Trey Hawk. This is the Scene Stealers podcast. And we've got a good show today. We've I'm got excited. a good one. The other three, uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, but this sure. one... Pretty good. Yeah, Pretty I'm good. very excited about this. one. Uh, we got a couple of reviews courtesy of you, and then we're going to talk to Justin Gardner later. He is the uh, he's in charge of social media for AMC. Yep, and he's going to talk about just so many things film related. Um,
1: he's on the film commission.
0: Yeah, all local. He's a very big local film booster supporter. Uh, mover, Shaker, yeah. and he's just going to talk all about it, and I can't wait for us to get to that. But first, I think we should dive right into your reviews, Mr. Hawk, so let's just get started.
1: Okay, I've got a couple of independent films uh, that are getting ready to, to be released, so they're going to be released this Friday, came mm-hmm. out today. Um, the first is from IFC Films, it's called Proxy, and it was directed by Zach Parker, Okay, who most people are probably going, not going to know this this name but a couple of you uh, will have had your ears perked uh, by that name because he is a midwestern film maker uh, from Indiana and his previous film was Scalene and he actually uh, so he makes these films where the reality is just kind of twisted um, it doesn't really feel like a real world that these characters live in it's kind of Mm -hmm. distorted i'd say almost lynchian but it's also then shot shot in many ways and i think purposefully so like um like a lower budget kind of uh night fair circa 1993 like late night uh like a late night film on showtime or something like that um, because I think that he is of a generation of filmmakers who kind of grew up watching those in parents' basements mm-hmm. and kind of loved them. Uh, so this is, a, this is kind of a horror thriller where a young expectant mother <clears throat>
2: okay.
1: gets assaulted after leaving her obstetrician. And ends up losing the baby.
0: Oh my God! So it's and a comedy. To, uh, it's yeah, a comedy. Yeah,
1: and it has to go through this sort of traumatic event. Mm-hmm. Uh, meets this woman at the uh, at the support group that she attends, mm-hmm. and the friendship with this woman develops in kind of a bizarre, in a, in sort of a bizarre way. And you find out maybe there's something to this this woman who lost this child that you hadn't quite expected. Like maybe there's something kind of darker and more twisted to this whole story and you, as you start to The structure of the film itself is very fascinating because you'll have, you know, main characters dropping off and falling out of the storyline for one reason or another. And then a new kind of main character kind of re-exerting itself. Um, so, those who you see right at the beginning aren't necessarily those who you'll follow through till the end um, but it uh, it really is it's very dark it's, it's pretty disturbing um, and it does not resemble uh, the real world um, and I think that's intentionally so so if, if you can handle that then I think it's, it is worth checking out it also he he is cast Zach um, Parker is cast uh, Joe Swanberg, okay. um, who wrote Drinking Buddies and wrote and directed Drinking Buddies, mm-hmm. um, also did an indie film Twenty Four Exposures, which came out recently. I uh, think within the last couple of months um and then uh it also has a couple of other uh indie actresses Alexa Havins and Alexia Rasmussen uh Christina Klebe, uh, mm-hmm. who have been in in a number of of films of these and Joe Swanberg himself is another kind of upper midwestern uh filmmaker yeah um on so. the
0: Trey on the Treyhawk scale of jump out and surprise you horror no yeah not this, it's not there explain? it's
1: all psychological it's okay. all he's trying he's trying to like torque your sensibilities of like what it means to be an expectant mother or, or or really being a mother at all um right. like you just you think of like these mothers in cinema mm-hmm. often are these unequivocal uh, like they will unequivocally jump out in front of any obstacle, any threat to sacrifice for their children. These are not those mothers. Um, So I think he's playing on our preconceived notion of parenthood, of motherhood, of whatever. Um, And uh, I believe he himself is like a new father. So I think he's playing with this idea. Um, But believe me, he, he pushes it to sort of a maximum extent. And uh, and really makes you feel very weird and kind of okay. a little a little nauseous okay uh, <laughs> yeah it's it, it is it is a, a pretty troubling film um, I don't think it's perfect I think it's got a lot of flaws um, so I would probably in this it's between a minor rock fist up and a minor rock fist down mm-hmm. for my. For my personal taste, it's definitely a minor rock fist down. But I think that somebody who likes those, you know, that sort of midnight movie feel, mm-hmm. I think this could be. I think this could be a fun one. He's going to make you feel ways that you. you yeah.
0: He's going to make you feel icky inside. Yeah, he's
1: going to make you feel icky inside. And I know there are people who out there who want to see those films. Somebody Just down there feel, feels icky. Feel inside. icky. Yeah. Um, all right. So the other film that I saw is another independent film. Um, And this is – this. oh, so Proxy is going to be playing at Screenland Armor. Okay. Um, This next film is going to be playing at Alamo Drafthouse, and it's called The Final Member. It is a documentary Mm -hmm. about penises, basically. And specifically, it's about a documentary of the only museum dedicated to – the basically... The penis um, museum. Yeah, it's a penis museum. And, and uh, this guy, uh, Siggy, um, has created this penis museum and has been running this collection of penises for 40 years. And the only penis that he is missing is a human specimen. And that is because no one has yet... As of yet, because you have to sign over your... Body part. Any body part has to be signed over through an official process, right. and, and as of yet, no one had signed over. So it's about Siggy who runs the museum, and why he runs this museum dedicated to penises. And then it's also about these two men. One is one is named Paul Aronson, and he is a 95 year old famous Icelandic explorer. Okay, um, so he's kind of well known in Iceland. Oh, and, and, and the, the museum itself is in I- Iceland. Mm-hmm. And the other one is this guy named, I think his name is Tom Mitchell. I know it's Tom. And he is this awkward, weird, like just, just weirdly antisocial kind of awkward dude. Okay. Who is, a, who, who is self-proclaimed in having a pretty remarkable member himself um and is very proud of it and wants to be the first human specimen to the extent that he is willing to donate while he is still alive what right and so it is a it is a race to be the first human specimen in oh this God. museum between a 95-year-old man who is in poor health and a socially awkward texan who is willing to yeah well yeah the whole the whole nine yards because it's 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 all of it um and so so anyway it is it is as weird as it sounds it's actually a completely compelling documentary because even at the end, you're just like, why does this museum exist again? And yeah. it's, it's kind of the passion and eccentricity of this one man. And then these these men who donate. Uh, Paul Aronson is is worried because he's just like, well, I'm, I'm 95. I, it used to be sizable yeah. and exotic. I'm 95. It has shrunk significantly. I don't really – I don't know that I want to donate now and have that so he starts having second thoughts Mm -hmm. um tom mitchell gets the stars and stripes uh tattooed on the tip of his penis Mm -hmm. because he wants it to represent america usa um and so (laughs) so anyway it is it, it is totally fascinating captivating and and completely weird in in exactly the way you would expect and kind of want from a documentary like this from a draft house yeah. documentary. I'm actually going to give this one a solid. I, I watched it straight through, solid rock fist up. Not mm-hmm. a yeah. It, I've got to be careful with qualifying yeah, yeah. that There's solid innuendo. Uh, just yeah, right all picking. over the place. Yep. Um. But I'm going to give this a solid rock fist up because I, I have to say that as weird as it was. And as much as I question the motivation of all three main males that are that we follow throughout, right. um, I just could not stop watching this. I thought it was it was thoroughly enjoyable. Um, as much to kind of go, all right, well, that's a compelling argument, I guess. As, as it was to go, God, you know, I'm just going to watch the train wreck that this person is. Right. So, so yeah. A solid rock fist up for uh, the final member. Minor rock fist down for proxy. Even though, even though I will say that there are going to be people who will really enjoy proxy. So.
0: All right, there you go. Well, there's our reviews for this week. We'll be back with Justin Gardner in a minute.
1: Well, welcome back, and thanks for sticking around. Um, Today's guest I'm very excited about because he and I have actually been working on a number of upcoming and ongoing projects. Justin Gardner, he is the head of social media for AMC and a sitting member of the Kansas City Film Commission, correct? Correct. Awesome. Um, And we're going to be talking about a number of things that the Kansas City, the sort of – rebooted reinvigorated kansas city film commission uh and uh reinvigorated film society casey film society uh may have going on things that are things that are going on in kansas city events that you can attend and should attend events that you should have attended Absolutely. already um, so welcome
2: yeah thanks for having me on it's yeah, thanks for being here
1: yeah um and you also just as a as a quick plug i mean this is obviously you're the head of social media at amc so this is not your first time with a mic in front of your face or anything like that but you also have a daily program over yeah. at the amc website
2: that's right yeah it, uh, it's a it's a youtube daily show we do a daily live uh, 11 a.m pacific uh, uh, 2 p.m eastern and it's amc movie talk and it's a show that we do 25 to 40 minutes that's however long it needs to be on the the news of the day um, so it's we actually have a studio out in L.A. that we shoot it at and record it live, um, upload it that day, mm-hmm. and um, it's uh, it's it's going it's going great. You know, we get anywhere between you know forty to sixty thousand viewers um, a day. That's so. about what
0: we pull. Yeah, it's <laughs> right around. That's what <laughs> I heard.
2: <laughs> but that's why I'm that's why I'm here. Yeah. yeah. Anything under yeah. forty thousand, I'm not there. Mm-hmm. I just I can't. I can't justify. Yeah. That's not well, that makes yeah. sense. You uh, prioritize. We,
1: whoever talked you into this, uh, did an incredible job. Inc- then. Yeah,
2: incredible. <laughs> I think that was you.
0: Did
1: and you do just you just plug yourself? Oh, good. That's that's my own little self pat on the back. Yeah, um, and so, with that, do they just talk about movie news? Do they talk yeah. about ongoing events, upcoming yeah,
2: films? Absolutely. I mean, the core of the core of the idea is it's a movie discussion show, and we feel that um, there are you know there's it was underserved on YouTube really. Tr- true movie discussion in a uh, round table format and so we have anywhere between one to three guests on Um, and lately we've been getting on like you know Sebastian Stan came on before you know Winter Soldier came out and did a little 15 minute live Mm -hmm. Q&A we have live events like that we did a live event um, on a Saturday night for Guardians of the Galaxy which is going to be coming out in August which I think we're all really excited uh, for yeah Yeah, Yeah. absolutely Um, and that is Kevin Feige, uh, James Gunn, and uh, Chris Pratt yeah. answering questions from, people, you know, uh, t- uh, questions that we got on Twitter and Facebook from our fans. So it's really, you know, it's, it's about building a community mm-hmm. and really fostering that discussion. That's what it's about because we feel that the people who are going to be talking about movies are going to go to movies more. The people who uh, consume entertainment content, the people who are on Netflix and those types of things, they actually go to a lot of movies. Sure. Yeah. So um, – so we're just giving them one other point of contact to really discuss films. Yeah.
1: Well, and that's one of the things that I know that Trevin and I have always enjoyed about the podcast and our, you know, our sort of small splash in Kansas City yeah. and the Midwest is that part of the reason why we do this, part of the reason why we have guests on, part of the reason why we attend events like the the recent Middle of the Map Film Festival Absolutely. or Kansas City Film Festival is that it's a matter of the experience in the community and being able to talk about it with other people who are excited about film, that it's not just unplugging for a couple of hours. Um, I I have no problem with people doing that, but but for those sort of passionate film goers, the ones that have, you know, that will commit to staying up for a late release or or something along those lines, or making sure that you see it on opening day with a committed group, Mm -hmm. or making sure that you get tickets to that pre-screen or that secret show Absolutely. or that whatever, yeah. that that's part of the fun of it, so uh, I think it's kudos to you that you've got such a committed committed uh, and developing following over there, and it's, I think you're right, it is a, a community that is underserved, like intelligent, insightful, uh, Discussion of film that allows for fan interaction and and that Q&A back and forth with these people who are making these films. Absolutely. I think that's awesome. So let's segue into a little bit about what you do on the Film Commission. How how long have you been involved with the Film Commission?
2: I've been involved with the Film Commission for about seven years. Okay. Um, So it got involved um, really early on um, with uh, uh, my role at AMC. People knew that I made movies and you know in my spare time and uh this opportunity came up and so they just said hey would you want to go and talk to them and i was like absolutely and it was it's pretty informal um at the time um and and still in in some ways is but what we've been able to do over the past seven years is really build momentum um that led up to the funding of what is going to be you know a um a kansas city film office we haven't had one for 12 years and um when we did used to have it, um, you know, we got films like Kansas City, Mr. and Mrs. Bridge, Ride with the Devil, Article Ninety Nine. I mean, feature films were being shot here. Now, the the game has changed, you know. And, and uh, you know, do, do we anticipate seeing a lot of feature films being shot here like that? Not necessarily, um, but you know, we did just lose a feature film to Atlanta about the um, the Lost Boys of Sudan um, that mm-hmm. Reese Witherspoon um, mm-hmm. just shot in Atlanta last year. Um, that, you know, had we had a film office here, we likely would have gotten that film. Yeah. You know, that's a 10 to $15 million film. It's an independent film, but it's still a 10 to $15 million film. <clears throat> and that's important for this community. And so, especially with
0: independent film the way it is now. It's not independent film as the way it was 10, 15 years no. ago. I mean, if you can get a reputation as being a great city for independent film to shoot at, that's something that can last, you know... Forever, absolutely.
2: Yeah, and so what we've really tried to focus back in on is uh, understanding the the reality of what what the film landscape looks like, what the tax incentive landscape looks like. Missouri doesn't have tax incentives. You know, it's like those are going away. We're trying to get them back through a joint partnership with you know our our, um, uh, compatriots in St. Louis and other places in, in in the state, but you know that's a lobbying effort. Um, But how does that necessarily benefit KC? We want something that directly benefits Kansas City. And so, um, you know, we've been working on these economic impact studies um, and really trying to showcase, you know, how many jobs are affected and have a uh, – that dovetail into filmmaking or production of any kind. Because really what we're talking about is filmmaking and production. Right. Film and new media as we're talking about the movie news show, right? Like, you know, that is new media. Yeah. Right, and if, if if that is something that could happen in Kansas City, if we could you know have something that is you know a live streaming studio where there's content being pushed out there and it's being sponsored and that's creating jobs, that's really what we want to foster. We want to bring the you know we want to bring in the outside stuff, but we also want to want to really help our local filmmakers. So, um, been doing that for seven years. Um, I'm now the vice chair mm-hmm. of uh, the Film Commission. Um, our chair is Heather Lair. Does an amazing job. Right layered casting. in town uh, definitely an institution Um, and in that time I've also been able to establish um, a grant fund called the Robert Alderman Emerging Filmmakers Fund Mm -hmm. and um, the goal of that is to educate filmmakers in the realities of filmmaking business side Um, so right now we have four filmmakers going through and they just actually completed the Artist Inc program Um, it's a uh, I believe it's a seven-week program uh, where they get business fundamentals, really how to build your business, your idea. You know, it's not necessarily how do you go and make a feature film. It's how do you make a living off of production? You know, what, you know, how can you best, you know, pull your, your, your resources and and your knowledge together to create a a sustainable business. Um, The other side of that, that we're working on actively this year is, um, you know, we want to do for... Filmmakers, what visual artists? Uh, what the Charlotte Street Foundation has done for visual artists Sure, yeah. right. So those rocket grants, you know, that's um uh, we would like the fund to do something similar to that. So if next year we can give out, you know, uh, grants anywhere between two to five thousand dollars to, you know, three to five filmmakers, fantastic. Uh, and we want to do that year over year over year. Um, we think that that you know, it it helps people not have to do kickstarters, <laughs> right. and not have to pull it out of their own. Um, Pockets. And right. I think, as many of us know, some of the best ways to learn about film and, and uh, um, hone your craft is you got to do it. Sure. You know, you can't talk about it, you got to do it. And so it's really, it, we hope to collect the funds to, to, to help filmmakers make the best possible film that they can and not have to compromise.
1: I think the only way to learn how to make a film is to start making <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, uh, just make a film. Because you've got to get those bad ones out of your system yeah. initially to where you can actually start perceiving when you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Um, and so so it's very process-oriented. I teach up at the Kansas City Art Institute, and, and sophomore year is just encouraging them to just make as many as many short pieces as possible. Because the idea is, is that a lot of times, you know, their taste is good, their perception, like what they like in films is excellent, but their capabilities aren't quite there, um, and so you've got to get a lot of that stuff out of the way. I, I think it, it sounds like an amazing program, and, and we deal a lot with Charlotte Street, and it would be really, really fascinating to kind of, like, encourage you know, recent grads. And, absolutely. And, and you Are, know, even seniors to kind of head your yeah, way. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Is this what you're trying to develop? Is it in concert with Charlotte street or is it just, no, it's not in own?
2: concert with Charlotte street. I met with David Hughes at the very beginning of this about four years ago. Um, and just wanted to kind of get some counsel uh, on, sure. on how they, they do things. So we talked about it and uh, initially, I mean, it was just, we want to get money into the hands of local filmmakers because that money is going to, um, uh, flow right into production you know people 's sure. pockets and art and 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 actors' pockets and it's and it'll be a you know it's not going to be a large economic engine but it's going to be you know a, an economic engine where people are getting paid for their art sure right sure and it's a it's a which is,
1: is which is a real distinction between doing it for free or doing it on the weekends yeah. or filling in or asking people to work and crew or act for you for free i mean that's that's a pretty big distinction between getting a small day rate and getting nothing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
2: And I think it's, you know, it's like it, it – there's there's a there's a level of seriousness that comes with something like that when it's like, oh, I've gotten a grant. Sure. <laughs> sure. I need to get this buttoned up. This can't be fly <laughs> by the seat of my pants because – and usually, we, you know, when you're going to get the grant, you have to have a proposal that's – that, you know, is – is of such that you would get the grant, right? Um, but it's even more so now. It's okay. I'm bought into this project. I have to make it the absolute best it can be. Um, so, so we, you know, we really feel that, um, as a whole, I don't feel that filmmakers have ne- necessarily gotten the, and I don't want to say respect because respect is the wrong word, but the attention from the um, all the arts organizations here in town. Sure. Right. Um, film isn't necessarily on par when it comes to these types of things as ballet or performing artists or visual artists um and we just felt that there was a there was definitely an underserved need there because we we also feel that you know our our art has the potential to you know, to be commercial right you know right. To, to you know people people you know you look at uh, First Fridays and there are a bunch of open galleries and people walk around and they have a fantastic time, you know, but they're not paying to go in those galleries. Right. People pay to go into movie theaters to, to watch films. They pay to see anthology films. They, they pay to go to the middle of the Map Fest. They pay to go to the Kansas City Film Fest sure. to watch local shorts. Right. Um, so, you know, that's that's definitely a distinction that, you know, we think is, is interesting. And so between the film office and between the Robert Altman Emerging Filmmakers Fund and some of the events that we've been, um, uh, we just one of the events that we just did, and some events that we're going to continue to do. Um, you know, we really feel like we're we're elevating um, filmmaking as not only an art form, um, but also as uh, you know a means of uh, you know an economic driver.
1: And are these given out annually? The grants in the the Robert Altman Emerging Filmmaker. Yeah, the
2: education grants are. This year, we're really focusing in on fundraising for the um, filmmaking grants themselves. So the education grants have been given out. um, They were given out two years ago to um, 10 people. Okay. And uh, we had another, we basically had 20 people who were interested in filmmaking and production in those classes. Mm -hmm. And they were run specifically for the grant program. Then we, um, over the past year, um, we partnered with artist Inc to be part of their program. So these filmmakers are now, these four filmmakers are now, Um, in classes with 21 other artists of all sorts. And so we're really excited about that because not only does Artist Inc. administer those courses, Mm -hmm. they also mentor those people. Those people are are exposed to not just other production people, but also people who could potentially write a score or, you know, design a portfolio. Or or, performers. Or or performers. Or a poster or, yeah, what have you. So um, really excited about, about that, but yeah, those are going to be given out um, on an annual basis, and the uh, the filmmaking grants are going to be given out hopefully on an annual basis. You know, if we can raise, we would like to raise anywhere between ten and twenty thousand dollars a year to to feel that we can give out grants that would make a difference. Right, right, right. Yeah. To give
1: out four to five grants exactly. That could, yeah, could fund a film, you know, a short or yeah. something,
2: or finishing funds. I mean, we're not we're open to anything. If we see some, if we see see a proposal and it's it's something that is this phenomenal film, but they just need that last little push over right. the hump. Um, completely open to that as well. Because at the end of the day, I mean, you know, we, we see, you know, these films <clears throat> are being sent out to festivals. And they're, uh, you know, being screened all over the country. And we kind of see them as postcards about Kansas City and production in Kansas City. So the more that we can incent people to make films here, right. then send them elsewhere get them in front of people, then those people, you know, those other independent filmmakers are going to be like, oh, wow, I really like that short and, you know, Kansas City. I never really thought about Kansas City as a place to shoot somewhere, you know, but now it's on my radar, at least. Yeah. You know? So it's 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 a postcard. It's also kind of an advertisement for the city as well.
1: And it seems like the Artist Inc. collaboration and getting the filmmakers in the same room as all of these other viz artists and performing yeah. artists, musicians, um, is a way to... I don't want to say you want to fully integrate you know, the filmmaker's experience with a First Fridays experience. I think they are distinct, and I mm-hmm. think the filmmaker's experience are more on par with the Kansas City Film Festival or a Middle Mac Film Festival, a Kansas International Film Festival. Um, but the consistent awareness of mm-hmm. everybody for everyone else within the creative community... I think that can do nothing but serve all sides of it, you know. Um,
2: Absolutely. And I, and I want people really looking at the filmmakers like they look at a Mark Lowry or a Peregrine Honig, you know, or, or some of these performers, that you know, Rusty Sneary um, at The Living Room, you know. Like people, it, you know, those folks are getting, you know, rightly so – Phenomenal talents, Sure. Right. But I want them to be talking about Tony Laddish and Todd Norris. Right. And those filmmakers that are really doing Gary Huggins, really doing exciting stuff here in town. Um, I want that to be the level of conversation. Yeah. You know, and so that's definitely, that's always been one of my goals to elevate um, beginning filmmakers and, and the people who are really making it here in town. Because, you know, there's just, there's phenomenal talent here. Yeah. Absolutely phenomenal talent. And, um giving them every opportunity to succeed and every opportunity to promote them. You know, that's really, really, at the end of the day, that's really a, a strong component of the Film Commission. Um, I wanted to pick up and talk
1: about some of the events, because if people are listening to this and they mm-hmm. think, you know, God, I would like to be involved in whatever way, because uh, the Casey Film Connect event that was now, what, a month, a month and a half yeah. ago? Yeah. five yeah, weeks ago, Yeah, basically a month ago. Um, and so that it, it was open to the public, and even if you had wanted to get in, if you had shown up a little bit late, you wouldn't have been able to.
2: Even if you showed up a little bit, I early. showed up early and I wasn't <laughs> able to get in. Oh. It's it's a good problem to have. Um, uh, next time, just you know, see if you can find me. Yeah, give me yeah. send me. Text. I didn't
0: want to play the I know somebody card. Yeah, so I just play stood thing, out. I know somebody card. Yeah, press my. I'll, I do
2: it even always when play that card. Yeah, I play it when you don't have it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even instead, I, just, I got
1: there early. I was one of the first to walk in with, with uh, I think we brought ten or fifteen students uh, yeah. to kind of work the room. It was a yeah. lot of fun. But but I even started playing that card, and they were like, "You can get in. There's You're no one here in. yet." You're already in. And I was like, yeah. "No, no, no. I Excuse seriously, me. I know. I
2: know at least at least one person. Yeah, at yeah. least one person. I
0: didn't do that. So instead, I had to press my face against the yeah. glass <laughs> and just watch what was going on from yeah. outside.
1: That helps. It d- d- yeah, yeah, no,
0: they felt bad. I got a lot of donations, yeah. but I didn't. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: um, yeah,
1: talk a little bit about these. Yeah, events. the
2: Casey Film Connect, uh, this is a new series of events that we want to do on a quarterly basis um, where we want to get the film community in a room so that they can meet each other, you know? Um, we also, you know, some of these events are going to be fundraising events. Our next one that we're going to do in June, late June, um, uh, date tentative but, but it's coming, um, but it's definitely going to be, like, the last week in June. And um, we want to do a barbecue and, uh, uh, you know, have a fundraiser for, the, for the, the the Altman Fund and also have that be a celebration mm-hmm. of all of the uh, of the Altman graduates um, graduating the, the Artist Inc. Nice. Um, classes. Because um, we feel it's, you know, it's, that's the type of stuff we need to elevate. You know, that's the type of stuff that um, deserves elevation, you know. And it also is an opportunity for people to come together and talk about what projects they're working on. Um, find out more about what's going on uh, mm-hmm. in the Casey film community, because, um, you know, that's been something that's been lacking for a number of years. And, um, you know, we were able to have, I believe, 15 speakers that night um, yeah, who sure. weren't necessarily uh, well heard just because there were so many people in that room. Right. That it was hard to hear anything, uh, which we're addressing. Um, but <laughs> for future events. Um, uh, but, yeah, we're we're we're. Um, We're going to be doing uh, at least three more of these events, um, and uh, they're going to take on different shapes and sizes. They're not necessarily going to be free. We're definitely going to have one more free event. Right. um, Possibly two more. Um, But... um uh, ne- the next one is going to be a barbecue, um, and uh, we want to have some great food, some great conversation, um, and have you know our Altman graduates kind of talk about what they want to do, yeah. you know, and make connections. That's really at the end of the day, that one is a film, Casey Film Connect for those four people, because we want those people to be. Bas- it's it's a little bit of a coming out party for these folks. They sure. just have all you know j- just went through all these business classes, you know, have all this knowledge. This is what they want to do. Who wants to help? Who wants to be a part of it? You know, we think that's an exciting idea. So, um, so yeah, it's a, uh, it's been, it, the turnout was was insane. It, it was, was ridiculous. It, it was, was rid- amazing. Yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, it was. Uh, we we, it was one of those things. I mean, you see, like you know, the the number of, of people who have who have accepted or like who are RSVPing on Facebook. And as a social media guy, I'm like, well, it's probably going to be about half that, maybe. You right. know. And it was like 50 people over the number, you know, uh, <laughs> I was, it was like, incredible. well, I
0: was, I drove right past it and I was like, that can't be it because there's a line, <laughs> yeah, there's a line out the, the door block.
2: down the block. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was, it was pretty ridiculous. Um, and we, f- and I, we're pretty sure that, that the event's going to be, this next event's going to be in the same place, the river market event place, which yeah. is a, that's a great
0: event space. Great that, event that space, fantastic, yeah.
2: fantastic event space. Um, you know, they really want people to shoot there. Because of all the natural light that can come through those windows too, so um, just as almost like a studio space. Yeah, studio space. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that would yeah. be a great one. Because they because they rent it out, at, you know, for weddings and they do photography there. But there's nothing to say that you can't do production yeah. there as well. Um, so. you,
1: if you want to go old school George Malai's, you could, you could do it that way. You've got all the natural light. You
2: You've see? got all of it, yeah. Yeah, just lock that camera down and, you exactly. know, block out the, the body. Yeah. And Everybody hold position. The floating head, yeah. yeah.
1: Everybody hold position. We're going to move this guy out and have the smoke effect. Come on, quick.
2: I know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so so we're, we're really excited about these events. Yeah. Um, you know, we... we had 350 people come through that that night and the event space uh held 230 which is one of the reasons why we want to do paid events because we want to say okay this is the number right sure. and then for you know our free events you know we're looking at a larger event space right that can handle that type of overflow yeah absolutely um great problem to have <laughs> great you know it's like yeah. 20 people showed up. It's like, eh, you it know.
1: takes a large napkin to dry those tears. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: but you know, it's, uh, we have some just, you know, we have some folks that have been on the film commission, um, who are just absolute dynamite. Yeah. And we have some new blood, um, uh, on the film commission too. um, uh, film commission members like, um, Megan Mantia, um, Stephen Fuller and Megan Volpel who are just killing it. Yeah. You know, I always
1: p- refer to them as the Megans.
2: The Megans, yeah, exactly. Um, they are just doing, you know, amazing work, and um, and uh, yeah, you know, it's just it, it uh, it's it's really it's really going great, and I, I can't wait to to share more details about the the subsequent events.
1: Yeah, well, in and the one in June, I, I know that we can't get into details about it, but the one in June sounds like. It has the real potential to not only be a celebration of just those four filmmakers who've made it through the Artist Inc. program, but also, if anybody has donated funds to this or or all of your donors, kind of a celebration of, because these four artists represent the donors' Mm -hmm. uh, commitment and responsibilities and the results of what they have, have donated for and to excite potential donors absolutely you know who see oh wow that's what they're doing that's like because this is dollars actually going and resulting in oh yeah this level of success
2: yeah film commission i mean it's it's like bring money in send money out send money to the community get them educated get them making movies get them you know uh and then you know in the outreach elsewhere you know but that is really going to be the the um the job we've been doing it, but that's really going to be the job of the film commissioner. Right. Um, so, um, you know, film commission staying put. Film commissioner is going to be in the uh, uh, Kansas City um, uh, Convention Visitors Bureau's office, I believe. Sure. Um, so that's where the film office, the official film office, the KC film office. But you know, we're going to be doing these events, and you know, we're definitely going to be working in concert. So I'm really excited to see who um, you know the city chooses to be that person because there's a lot of there's a lot of work to do. Yeah. And and but it's but it's it's fun work. I mean, it's it's not stuff where you're just like, oh, I got to do this. You know, this is this is stuff we're all collectively passionate about. I know that, you know, people around this table are. Um, uh, But there's there's so many more, you know, and especially when you see see at those types of events and you see 300 plus people, you know, um, turn out. There was free food, <laughs> <Right>. but uh, <laughs> but we feel we t- they, t- they turned out for the conversations. Yeah, because I know that uh, uh, people were telling me at the last film commission meeting that uh, um, at least four people that they knew had already gotten work from the event. Yeah, making connections. That doesn't surprise me. Talent, t- you know, talking to people, you know, and, and there's so much more production going on uh, these days than people would even realize. Yeah, yeah.
1: I I know that uh, the Coordinator for the animation department because our department mm-hmm. is a big blended department: film and animation, new media, photography are all in the same. But I know that the the coordinator, the faculty coordinator for the uh, animation department, I think already has a couple of new internship possibilities set up and in the works. Just out of that meeting, just out of also. that, yeah. Um, and a and a couple of the students even have the potential for internships who were at the who were at the event and even the potential for freelance work. So so I think it was I think it was a fantastic event and, and the fact that, that Trevin was confused because he was like there's no way people are standing in line <laughs> outside uh, yeah. was worth having the event just there. Yeah. Um, I wanna move on. Because I got confused. Yeah, because yeah, listening. just yeah. your it confusion. Was worth it. Anytime you yeah. get to your Well confusion. that's
2: gonna be I mean we got, actually got a picture of you and that's gonna be the <laughs> yeah. 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 that's, the that's gonna logo. be the logo for KC Film Connect. Yeah. yeah. I never knew and, and, <laughs> and yeah, <it's>, I never <laughs> knew.
1: <laughs> yeah. How how could it be this great? Yeah. Uh, is it this <laughs> great? <laughs> this must
0: be um, great. That's what it's But I
1: wanna I wanna move on to something that all three of us have uh have a real commitment to uh, that is is developing, that's growing, uh, that is. I don't want to say revamping, but we're reinvigorating the energy yeah. of it, um, and that's the Kansas City Film Society. It's been around for 23 years. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just really incredible, and has been in some sort of stasis for the last few. Um, so many many of our listeners may not even know. That the Kansas City Film Society exists, but you should know about it um, because there's, there's new energy and new excitement in regards to the, the film society coming. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to talk a little bit about, about opportunities because that's where it crosses over to just people who love film. Who don't yeah. want to make yeah. film, who just Absolutely. want to watch
2: and love and enjoy film. It's, it's that other side. And I, and a lot of people, I think, who love film, you know, they may not even know the history of, of film in Kansas City. I mean, sure. this used to be a film hub in a big way, yeah. Film Row. And, you know, we used to have our own convention uh, for film buyers where, where celebrities would come here, Eastwood, Spielberg. I mean, like, this was... They have a show west and a show east. These are the big exhibition, you know, um, yeah. uh, centerpieces for the entertainment industry on the on the east coast and the west coast. Um, and I forget what it was called, but I mean that they, they, they had that equivalent here in Kansas City. Right. And um, you know, so celebrating that history by reinvigorating it, yeah. And 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 uh, uh, sharing that with you know the, a, a whole new audience um, with exciting new benefits and and screenings and and uh and just and you know and also just facts too and sure. g- getting people interested in in this idea that this this KC is you know it, it's always been a jazz town sure. you know but it also yeah. was an amazing film town yeah and and let's and let's recapture that energy and let's uh let's you know look at film you know as the as the art form that that it is yeah
1: well, and I, I think it's, it's interesting because we do... This kind of brings the, the conversation almost full circle. We do have this respect for the other arts mm-hmm. in Kansas City, but for the sort of casual viewer, you may not know that this has been a, a pretty steeped in historic film town also. Um, and I think it's exciting. I think it's, it's one of those things where where those of us that are very committed and embedded, and and film in one way or another has become our life and our work and our mm-hmm. passion. Um, it's very, it's very easy to kind of make connections within the film community, um, because most film communities, regardless of where you are, they're kind of like embedded small towns within the town. Yeah, you absolutely. Start to, yeah. You start to and learn names. Social media and has made in. that even
0: more so. Yeah, you know
1: exactly. Um, but for for somebody in passing, you should get excited about your your town. If you're from Kansas City and you like movies, even you know even as a casual film goer, Kansas City means something more than you might realize. Yeah. And the uh, the Casey Film Society uh, it might be some place where you want to, to take a look and be a participant in.
2: I think it will be. I mean, yeah. I really do. I think it's. I think it's this kind of like mysterious history of Kansas City that you don't necessarily know about. You know that like Walt Disney had his o Studio here. You know, but sure. did you know every single major studio had a, a place where you know people would come from the West Coast and the East Coast screen films? And we had. I mean, this is you know just film repositories. And when that that really fell out of favor, I mean, like these studios and it's kind of tragic a lot of these a lot of these uh, films uh, and these film reels got lost but they were throwing out hundreds if not thousands of film reels sure. from these buildings and yeah. and and posters and just the type of film priceless. priceless priceless nostalgia yep. yeah nostalgic stuff that the that,
1: stuff that scorsese is now trying desperately yeah, to track down to find yeah, yeah right.
2: absolutely i'm sure some of it was in some of the some of those treasure troves i mean Gary Huggins, we all know Gary Huggins. He's a local filmmaker. Um, He, you know, it was one of those dumps that somebody, you know, threw out a bunch of stuff. And he was able to discover Robert Altman's first film that he shot for Calvin Studios uh, here in KC. Wow. They used to do the... um, uh, industrials, yeah. Right. And I think it was called like American football or something like that. It was basically designed for like high school football coaches to kind of like, you know, watch this and discover how to become a football coach. You right. Know? But that, you know, Altman cut his teeth here, you know, um, uh, uh, making these industrials. And if you look at that film, you see a direct influence into the football scene in M.A.S.H. Right. You yeah. know, right. so so it's and I was just I you know watching and I'm just you know giddy because I just like that's where he that's where he figured out that camera shot right was in Kansas City you know doing this football industrial right and so he's just like oh, we will just do the same thing I did you know ten years ago yeah you know in Kansas City so um, it's stories like that and like there are thousands of those stories right you know um, so what's great is we have all of the members of the film society we have all those stories we you know it's like those those stories are it, you know we've lost some of the the content but we haven't lost um the lore sure right well and somebody like a john
1: ship who is one of the founding oh, yeah. members uh you know and and has been steeped in sort of theatrical exhibition in kansas city since the early 70s yes yeah um if I'm even getting that right it may have been been earlier than that it may have, um, it may have, been. It yeah, may have been So, um, but that you know just being in a room with him and hearing about these sort of these epics of sort of glory days mm-hmm. uh, of cinema and yeah. theatrical distribution John Ship used
2: to be the number one independent film distributor in the country yeah that's how many films that he was like booking you know back in the heyday <laughs>
1: In Kansas, in Kansas City. In Kansas City, yeah.
2: You know, so like that was I mean and it's because it's because, you know, there was a there was an infrastructure here in town that the studio system was supporting. And then sure. he's like, Well, I can do that for all these other movies, you know. Yeah. There's so many more independent films than major, you know, studio releases, so I can just do it for you know and it was the advent of the drive in and you know, those and there was a lot of independent cinemas and you know, um, so, yeah, I, I just, there's, yeah, it's just a treasure trove here. Yeah. And it's really exciting, and, and, and being, you know, a part of this new film society, this revamped film society, I think, you know, is, is a better way to to, to describe it. Y- you'll get hooked into that, yeah. you know? And and it's just, and it's it's endless, you know? It's endless, endless stories. Yeah.
0: And, and beyond that, you also will get to go, well, you'll get, you'll be on the, one of the first people advanced screenings, you know, absolutely. stuff like that. Sure. Go to movies early and for free. Film um,
1: advance, things like that. A whole like you'll just be tapped host
2: in. of goodies we have. <laughs> as I rub my hands together. Yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be really exciting. It's yeah. gonna be a club that you will absolutely want to be in because it's gonna be where all the cool film stuff is being you know talked about and screened and yeah, just that's that's it.
1: So be good to us. That's yes. what we're saying. Like yeah. we're not ones to cross. <laughs> but we're also very nice, so it's not it's not hard to I get. I give on our people good
2: side. a second chance, but I hear Trey does not. No. Uh, yeah, Trade doesn't grudges. give most people a first chance.
1: <laughs> because I don't have to. Because it's over after the first yeah, time. It's done.
2: It's done. <laughs> you don't exist to me anymore.
1: Well, Justin, thank you so much for stopping by and taking the time to talk about the Film Commission, talk about the Film Society, talk about the events that you guys have going on a little bit about what you do at AMC. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Appreciate
0: you having me on. Yep. Come back anytime. we Will do. All right. Well, that's it for this week. We are done. So thanks again for Justin Gardner. Uh, we got a couple of movies. Uh, final member is at the Alamo Draft House. Yep. Proxy, Proxy. is
1: going to be at uh, Ar- uh, Screenland Armor.
0: All right. So if you get a chance, uh, check out either of those. And we'll see you next week.
1: Adios. <laughs>